Welcome to the Cheyenne Vineyard Podcast, bringing you a message of hope for your everyday world. Thank you and enjoy today's podcast. Uh, but I, I feel like uh, one thing that I, I need to do is uh, cast some vision today. Um, <clears throat> I feel like 2015 for for us was going through kind of a Gideon process, um, and and you know I'm I'm thankful. Uh, <laughs> I'm thankful that we didn't have to go through the extent of the process that Gideon did. Uh, because, you know, consider this. If if uh, if our process had been as severe as as Gideon's, there, there would be three of us here this morning. So <laughs> I, I feel a lot better about that. You know, there's... <laughs> There's a lot more than, than three of us here, so that that's good. But God oftentimes does choose to use um, the small. He always, it seems, chooses people that if we were him, we would not choose. Uh, <clears throat> And you know, for for a lot of us in in this room, we we just have to get over that uh, because you know there's there there's a reality that uh, I, I think is is more more firmly planted in in my heart at the end of 2015 than ever in in my life that. And it is that when God called you, when he called me, and he has spoken things in, into your life, and he's spoken things in, into my life, he knew what he was getting into. He, he knew the whole story from, from the beginning to the end. And... It, it, it's like he didn't even say, in spite of all this. <laughs> I, no, he, he said, I, I'm calling you. And, and yes, all, all this is here. But I, I have factored that in. I, I knew that when, when I called you. So... You know, get over your your struggles, your failures, your your weaknesses. Uh, if God has a calling on your life, uh, you can short circuit it, but only by saying no. Only by saying no further, not going there, because He does give us that option. But our weaknesses, our failures, our struggles are, are not going to do that. Yeah. And, and that, that is a powerful truth that, that we do have to come to grips with. Because if, if we continue to doubt that, <clears throat> it just postpones the good stuff. <clears throat> 
because God is, is as long-suffering as, as they come. <laughs> and and he, he will wait, and, and He is working us through all of our own processes, and, and they are for our good. They, they are to prepare us for promotion to the next level, and, and that's what they're designed for. They're not designed to disqualify us ever. That's what the enemy would have us believe. But you know what he is. The father of lies and the accuser of the brethren. So, Father, uh, we're, we're so thankful for your faithfulness, for your unfailing love that always remains. I, I pray that you would speak to us, that you'd encourage our hearts, challenge us today in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> so there, there is something else that can postpone the good things that, that God wants to do with us, in us, through us. Uh, postpone the promises that he's given. And that, that is something that, that we all want to turn away from in 2016. And, and that thing is passivity. <laughs> the idea that, <clears throat> that we can just kind of coast and, and God is going to have his way and he's going to do what he's going to do. And, you know, if, if we were in a mosque and I was an imam, then that's what you should believe. Because that is what they believe. Allah will have his way. End of story. That's, it's, it's what will be, will be. And, and that's, that's not what we believe. Okay? <laughs> there, there are a couple passages that as I start today, I, I want us to look at. And they're both in Matthew 6. And, and they both speak to us of an active participation in the advancement of God's kingdom. And, you know, that, that is what I want us to have as a vision for 2016. Let us together pursue the advancement of God's kingdom in Cheyenne, Wyoming, together. Uh, it, you know, that, that thing is not just for us. It's, it's for the church in Cheyenne, but we have a part in that. And 
And I, I, I know we have a part in that. Because the, the Lord has spoken to me personally uh, about the harvest in Cheyenne. And, and he has spoken to me personally about the extent of that harvest and spiritual awakening that he, and, and I, I will just put it this way, is going to bring. Because no word of God is without the power to complete it. So if he said to me, for, for years, he, he, he kept saying, you got to think bigger. <laughs> and, and finally, one night, driving to Moab, Utah on I-70, uh, I, I had one of the most significant experiences with God that I've ever had in my life. And he was saying that again. And I, I was I was getting a little frustrated, and I, I think I said something like, "Well, God, you you got to give me a little more to go on here, if if you want me to think bigger, because I I think I'm thinking about as big as I can think," and and he did, and and what what he's going to do in Cheyenne is bring such a spiritual awakening that the very culture of the city is changed. And, and, and this, this is not something that he hasn't done before in different places. He's not done it here. But I, I've told you the story about Atlantic City, New Jersey, and the first Great Awakening. When... It was, it was a city of 50,000 people back then. And, and to the best of the knowledge of the church in Atlantic City at that time, there were two adults who, who hadn't come into God's kingdom and been saved in a city of 50,000. So it, it can be done. It, the same thing happened in the Welsh Revival. <clears throat> Uh, that's that's where the barbershop quartets came from because it was police officers who had nothing else to do than to sing praises to God and they figured out four-part harmonies and that that's what they did all day. So, so it can be done. But, <clears throat> and... And I, I confess, and, and as, as I give you this message, there, there have been times that, that I have had an Islamic attitude toward what God said. I, I've had a passive attitude, well, God, if, if you're going to do this, do it. You know, we, but I, I have this life over here that I, I need to take care of and... And it's it's time for us not to be that way. And these two passages in Matthew six, I I, I want <clears throat> I wanted to put them in in the context of what 
the Lord has said about this city. Okay? So Matthew 6. This is one of the places where Jesus gives the model prayer to his disciples. We're going to start in verse 6. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we know the rest of the prayer, but I'm, I'm going to stop there. There's, there's an active participation for us that we're invited into by the Son of God to see what it's like in heaven come to earth. And when, when a culture is transformed by a move of God, that is what happens. As it is in heaven, comes down to earth. And it's... <clears throat> If it was going to happen automatically, Jesus wouldn't have told all of his followers to pray this way. And, and Jesus was, was the model of, of a, a praying man. Uh, read the Gospel of Luke and, and you just you see... <laughs> How often, how many times, and after <clears throat> ministry, Jesus would always find a place to get away with the Father and, and be recharged. And, and he, was, he was not only praying this, and, and you know, notice what, in, in the short part of the prayer that we covered, it, it starts with, Praise and thanksgiving, the recognition of who God is. Holy is your name. God, we, we come into his, his presence uh, not as uh, a poor widow who might get a scrap from the table, but in faith as a bride wanting the will of the bridegroom and his father to, to be done. 
in in partnership. That's that's what he's calling us into. And in prayer, I you know I, I can't I can't get around this belief that in in terms of considering the advancement of God's kingdom in Cheyenne and and the accomplishment of God doing what he has said he will do to transform the culture there there are things for us to do there there will be assignments that we get and and things that that we need to do but our primary heart in this is in prayer because we we really we we have to learn um, ministry from the throne uh, if if we just go out on our own and try to do stuff that that we think would be good for the advancement of the kingdom we're we're probably creating more problems and hindrances than than we're we're actually doing if it's not in faith meaning that that we we we're not moving from something that was initiated at the throne initiated by the one on the throne deposited within us and then we know okay uh, I got to do this, and I <clears throat> I want to be accountable to all of you because I, I told you I'm I'm going to start speaking to people in in this building and offering to pray for people in in this building, and I'm going to be moving out there and in, into the neighborhood, and I, I invite you guys to join me in this, especially this week. Uh, for the open house. But uh, I don't remember which day. I think it was uh, Tuesday. Uh, I met a lady who works in the radio station on the first floor. And and I had this little prompting to pray for her. But I still felt pretty bad and I sounded even worse than I sound now. And I just thought, oh, Lord, I can't pray for her when I'm so sick myself. And and after the the opportunity uh, went away, I I just felt, oh man, I blew it. I should have done it. So the next day, I saw her, and and I I repented to her. I said, you know, yesterday when I saw you, I really felt like the Lord wanted me to pray. For you that that you would not get this bug that's going around and so could I do that and and she let me I didn't sound much better I didn't feel that much better than the day before but I prayed for because she was starting to feel something coming on and I I sure didn't want her to go through what I went through so I prayed for her and you know we we went our ways and it was it was good, uh, but she didn't get slain in the spirit or anything. Uh, so 
So I saw her the next day, and she thanked me so much for praying for her, and she said she felt great. Whatever was coming on didn't come on, and, and she, she was so thankful. So, you know, I just <clears throat> want to encourage you in this. Uh, I don't always get it right the first time. Uh, if you miss it once, get the next one. And, and just <laughs> get out there and, and do it. But, but be sensitive to, to that little inner prompting that's there because, you know, the, the reality in my experience is, is that's how the kingdom advances is those little promptings <laughs> that, that can easily be ignored. And if, if we just ignore them and are in passivity, then the kingdom doesn't advance. But if, if we tune in to the Holy Spirit, and, and I, I really believe just spending time in prayer with with the lord and and spending time in in the word in order with the purpose of meeting with him it it just strengthens our ability to be sensitive when when he wants to move us a little bit so <clears throat> the first thing is praying for the kingdom to come and praying for that big picture thing that God said he would do in Cheyenne. And, and there's, there's many, many parts that he will put together for that to happen. Because this is not a one body, one fellowship calling. This... If, if, if something that big is going to happen, it's, it's going to happen through the church of Cheyenne. And, and so that's part of our praying, is, is for that to happen. Now, <clears throat> if you move down a few more verses... Let's start at, at verse 31. Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So, the first action verb was to pray. The, the second one is to seek. See, again, seeking is, is not a passive thing. Uh, 
I, I don't know about you, but when I lose something in my house, it, it bothers me. <laughs> Especially if it's something I need. And it, it will bother me until I find it. And it seems like after a week or two of me getting frustrated, I'll, I'll finally pray and ask God, will you please show me where this is because this, this is really bothering me. And it seems like after I pray, it's usually that day or the next day I find whatever that thing is. But I've been seeking it. <laughs> I've been searching for it. And <clears throat> that's, that's being active. And, and so that's something else for, for us to, to be active with in, in seeking God's kingdom. God's kingdom and his righteousness. And see, we, if, if, we, if we have this mindset that God is, is going to bring transformation to this city, and, and I encourage all of us to adopt that mindset because he, he really said that. And I really believe it. And he's, he's going to do it. I'm not the only one that he's spoken this to. <clears throat> so if, if we can live with that mindset that, that God is, and it's, it's not even the mindset that he's going to do it, because if God is going to do something, the reality is he's doing it. He's, he's in the process right now of doing it. Because that's just the way he is. He, he knows everything from the beginning to the end. And if, if something is, is going to happen here, <laughs> he's already working on it way back here. Uh, you know, we, we see that with the nation of Israel. And, you know, you, you think about Abraham and, and Sarah and, and the promise of, of a son. And nine years later, still no son. And, you know, what, what was Abraham thinking? God, did you change your mind? Did... Did I mess up so bad that you found somebody else and you didn't tell me? I, I, I'm telling you, he had those thoughts. I, I have no doubt. And, you know, we, we just have to have the attitude that when God speaks something to us, he's faithful. The, the one who said it is faithful and he will do it. Barring someone in a key position who just says, no, not doing it, not going there, not now, not anyhow, not anyway. And even then, he'll work on that person. You ever been that person? Not fun being that person. 
Because eventually, that person says, okay, and says yes. Because <laughs> God is, is that good. You, you can't win a wrestling match with it. So, we pray for God to do this thing. And we seek for more of his kingdom to come in, in our own lives and in, in all the spheres of influence that, that we have. You know, when... <clears throat> When you're a, a supervisor, when you're a manager, uh, when, when you're in positions of authority, those are great, amazing places from which to pray for your organization. Because you, you've got all this authority. And, and when you pray for God's kingdom to come, and that whole organization that is below you, uh, you just need to expect God's order to begin to come where it wasn't. And because it will. Uh, you know, that, that's why God puts his people in those kind of positions of authority for his order to be established and and for blessing to come to the whole organization and you know that's that's a strategic way of praying uh but but we need to do that and uh you know it it starts in in our own person us coming into alignment with God's will and God's kingdom and, and him establishing his order within us as, as a person. And, and then it begins to happen in the family that we're in because we, we have some authority in, in that family that, that we're in. And, and we can see God's kingdom and, and his purposes begin to come. And hmm, I'm, <laughs> I'm missing a page of my notes. Oh well. Uh, <clears throat> so so then uh, then we all can begin to pray for this fellowship and and the people of this fellowship because we we all have some authority here to see God's kingdom come more to see His order and his government established among us. And, and, and to see him bring us into one heart and one mind and, and one spirit. And, and then the, the next level is for the church in the city. That, that we, we begin to pray for God's order to come to, to the church in the city, for his government to be established in, in the church in the city. And for the church in the city to rise up and, and to take its position in, in leading the city. Which, 
again, primarily happens on our knees in prayer, but, but there's some practical things that, that God would have us do also. And then from, from the city, that the next level of spiritual warfare, which is really what I'm talking about, these, these are positional levels of, of spiritual authority. It, it's got to begin with, with our own heart, our own being, and then our family, and then our church fellowship that we're uh, a loving part of, uh, and then the church in the city, and, and then it just goes, goes beyond to, to the region, the state, the nation, and the nations. And, and so we, we should have this idea that <clears throat> God's kingdom is everlasting. It is always expanding. And, and this, this is something that, that we always need to think of about the enemy's kingdom. Because his kingdom is always at risk. No matter how much he has invested in, in a person to, you know, to turn their heart away from God, to, to make them a, a lover of evil rather than a lover of good, uh, to put them in positions of authority where, where they can just you know let let that kingdom of darkness permeate a, a whole system satan's kingdom is always at risk because at at any moment any of those people can defect to the kingdom of god and then he loses everything that he's invested in that person and, and we've we've seen that happen. So you know we we need to have that attitude that this this is not an even fight that that we're in. God is going to have His way. <laughs> his His kingdom is expanding. It's expanding today. And, and the enemy is, he is losing people today. There, <laughs> there are people defecting <laughs> from Satan's kingdom into God's kingdom today, right now, in, in this city. And, and that's awesome. <laughs> we, we are on the winning side. Yeah. <laughs> so 2016 uh is is going to be good. <laughs> we we are going to see more of the kingdom of God. And and how much more? Well, how much are are you and I ready to pray? And, and how much are, are you and I ready to seek? How, how sensitive are, are you and I going to be to the, the gentle promptings of the Holy Spirit to, uh, 
to bring the hope of God's kingdom to people who are hopeless. So, you know, one thing that, that we have to be as, as the people of God in this generation is we, we have to be people of hope. Because we, we have a generation that's pretty hopeless. They, they really can't see much beyond uh, the, the fruit of whatever vice they're in right now. Uh, that that that's <laughs> that's really the extent of of their vision in in a lot of cases and and so if if we draw near to the lord and we we position ourselves as prayers of god's kingdom coming of seekers of his kingdom coming then, then we he will give us more hope because god God loves to share his heart with intercessors because intercession is an others centered activity and and as as we're praying for others, God likes to share his heart with us so we can pray even more effectively for for people. And and so, you know, I I just want to encourage us to uh, to develop a a hopeful mindset of of where God is headed in Cheyenne. <laughs> we we need to be the most hopeful people. Uh not hopeless. Because if God has said he's going to do this thing, he, he's big enough to do it. Yes. <laughs> there's, there's no doubt. And, and he's, he's looking for, for people to join him in, in this process. And, and I know that we're called to join him and, and be part of this process. Uh, <clears throat> why why did he speak to me i i don't know it's not because i i'm so special or or anything uh i i think he he wanted to impart vision to me to hold on to and and to share with with others so yeah well, I have a lot of other stuff that <laughs> I could say, but I, I think that's really uh, what I was supposed to say today. So I want to pray for us. Father, I, I pray for us. Uh, people of Cheyenne Vineyard. Lord, you, you are the God of, of all hope, and I pray that you would fill us with hope.
for the sake of the people of our city, that we would abound in hope so that it would it would just overflow from us. And, and Lord, I, I pray you'd put a big yes in our hearts to pray into what you have said you would do. And Lord, give us hearts to seek you and to seek your kingdom first uh, above all the other distractions of life. Uh, Lord, <clears throat> forgive us of passivity for lack of prayer, for lack of seeking, and, and heal us and make us people of prayer and, and people who seek you. Lord, make us people of your presence. We thank you for your presence here with us. And I just pray you'd move among us even now and touch hearts. Lord, renew vision. Lord, impart the fear of the Lord as the beginning of wisdom. And, and Lord, uh, we, we pray in agreement now for you to transform the culture of Cheyenne. That your will would be done in Cheyenne. That your kingdom would come in Cheyenne and be established, your order, your government would be established in this city. Lord, we pray in agreement that the church of Cheyenne would rise up and take her place in this city. Lord, bring forth one heart, one mind, one spirit, in the church of Cheyenne, that, that Jesus would receive his full reward in, in this city. So Lord, take us higher, take us farther, take us deeper in you this year. And Lord, May we love more than we've ever loved this year. May we love you more than ever. May we love one another more. And may we love the person in front of us more.
Lord, anoint us as carriers of, of your kingdom, bringers of your, your kingdom. In Jesus' name. Amen.